Welcome to Affiliate Marketing Millionaire, the official podcast for the number one affiliate marketing channel on YouTube with over 36 million views and counting. Here are your hosts, ODI Productions and Kit Thatch. All right, welcome back to Affiliate Marketing Millionaire here again for another week. Um, this week, we're going to talk about something that uh, Odie is obviously very experienced with, that being passive income in general. So we're going to talk about what are the best passive income streams specifically for 2021. Um, I think I'm sure you agree that if the pandemic's taught us anything, you need to be having a bunch of different ways of earning income. Yeah. So I read the other day, it was in the New York Times article, but it referenced the Labor Department. And it said near, nearly 4 million people quit their jobs in April of this year. And it was record-breaking, like, uh, you know, since they've been sort of taking down, uh, like, the number. So that, to me, was a signal that, well, first of all, the future of work is changing. I think we all agree. Now, we've worked, you know, we've been working sort of like working from home slash working remotely for some time now, even before the pandemic. So this is something, you know, that is not exactly new um, to us because we, you know, traditionally never really went into an office. And if we did, it was like a home office. Um, So, you know, this is something that I feel kind of fortunate that we've been doing for some time. But I think now sort of the majority or like a large chunk of the population is experiencing working from home. And it's not all just uh beneficial or it's not just all pros with no cons i mean you know we've we've had to develop processes to efficiently work from home without getting super distracted with staying motivated with you know get uh keeping our communication up using tools and software like we use every day you know we use zoom we use slack and that helps a ton um but this is kind of new territory for i think a lot of the population, whether it's Americans or just even globally. And I think we're moving towards, you know, if 4 million people voluntarily quit their jobs, they were either searching for another uh, job, like in the market, or they were looking for some sort of side hustle or some sort of more, you know, work from home. Um, I, I know that for a lot of people, who uh, professionals who were working with these large like tech companies, for example, They voted the number one thing by far, even versus, you know, getting a pretty significant raise was being able to just work remotely from now on. And if they weren't willing to, you know, give them that option, they were going to quit and then just go find something else to do. That's how big of a shift this is. And, you know, it's it is crazy because, you know, I used to commute every day to downtown San Diego, uh, you know, uh, and that was a good it depends on the traffic, but that's anywhere from round trip maybe like an hour to it could be you know two hours round trip if we're talking about rush hour from downtown you know it's pretty busy uh and san diego traffic is uh getting worse um you know by the day and so yeah i mean the future of work looks like it's changing it's moving towards remote but then there's so many opportunities online to start building up some extra income sources and stringing them together so that's the topic for today so i'm excited to jump into it Awesome. Well, I think first we should kind of talk about what passive income, maybe what it's not, because I think people might have some preconceptions about what it is. So just kind of going sort of what passive income actually is and then what it's not to make sure, you know, we're kind of all on the same page. Yeah, that's a good point. Let's talk about some myths. You know, I think 
when I was first kind of like green and I was new online, I thought there does, I thought there did exist something where it was like you get paid for doing absolutely nothing, for investing nothing. There's like some sort of magic, you know, whether it's a magic app or like a magic website where you just get paid. I mean, there were things like, you know, you do a bunch of surveys and you get a couple bucks or like 50 cents. I used to do some of those <laughs> back then. I think one of them was Swagbucks. Yeah. Uh, I think I still get emails from them on an old Yahoo account. Wow. So they still exist maybe yeah. Uh, today. Uh, yeah. I remember doing stuff like that. And well, obviously, first of all, that's not passive income. You know, if you're filling out the survey and usually they were tricky, they were like, hey, you know, just do 10 questions and it turns into like a hundred and it's like 30 minutes later, here's, you know, a dollar. Um, obviously, that's not passive income. But I think everyone's like when you're new, you're kind of in search of this holy grail of like, you know, getting something for nothing, which just doesn't exist anywhere. Um, so the first thing I want to say is passive income generally, and I went into this in this week's YouTube video. If you haven't checked it out, I suggest you check it out because I show some other examples on screen um, that's, you know, a little different from this episode, but it, passive income is not just getting money for doing nothing or for free. You have to put something up up front. And for me, the way I think about it is you either put up a lot of capital, so a lot of financial kind of investment up front, and then you can get returns on that investment, you know, a percentage, you get interest, or you just get some sort of appreciation. And then, you know, that's passive, your money's growing, and it's working for you. But again, to get uh, you know, a little chunk, you have to start with a big chunk. You can't just, you know, with investing, which we'll get into a little bit. And, you know, uh, we do have to say, uh, we are not financial advisors. This is not professional financial advice. Please do your own research before you invest your hard earned money into the markets. But basically, you know, passive income for me, I think of it as just getting paid, uh, just, getting paid later on, you know, for something you did in the past, whether you invested money in the past or you put up the time and energy to build something in the past that can sell in the future, or it can just sell in an automated method. So we're talking about websites. We're talking about digital products. These are things you make once, you sell it again and again and again, and there's a system in place where that can just run on autopilot and you can make sales 24 seven. You know, when a restaurant works, like let's say they're open at 9 a.m. and they close at five or six or even 8 p.m., you know, they don't get any sales at 3 a.m. in the morning because they're not open. A website never closes. So if you get a sale from somebody in like Germany, you know, and it's 3 a.m. here in the U.S., you can still make that sale and still make money while you sleep. It's just it's just separating, you know, your time from money. And it's, again, putting money to work for you. It's reinvesting. It's creating businesses. It's investing into the market so that, again, your money works for you. Great. Yeah, I think it's, it's just great to sort of set the table for things because I think when it comes to like investing versus creating a business, um, and I think we can kind of talk about We'll start with with sort of investing and what that is, and then we'll move on to some more businesses that you can start that can generate passive income for you. Yep. All right, so let's start with sort of stocks, crypto, all kinds of different investing. They've been in the news a lot. So what what are those sort of all about, and what's kind of – who who is that good for? Yeah, it's been a wild year. You know, this last year has been a bit of an outlier because everything seems to just be soaring. But I mean, at the same time, you know, as we speak, crypto is down horrendously bad. A lot of people losing a lot and a lot of money in a flash. Uh, but that's not new. I mean, if you've been here 
since the beginning, which I have not. I've been here since when it comes to crypto 2017, which is a good amount of time, but not the beginning beginning. Uh, you already know there's corrections and, you know, some of these corrections are like 40 percent overnight. If you can't stomach that, this is not for you. And it's, you know, in that case, it's like one, you need to be able or comfortable with losing this money. Now, there's obviously safer investments that don't have crazy, you know, let's say 500 to 1000 percent returns in a single year. Uh, there's investments that are much safer that will not have the same risk, but they won't have the same upside either. Um, so generally stocks tend to not as not be as like, you know, with crypto, there's all this mooning and just like altcoins to the moon and just crazy, like crazy, you know, you'll see like 10,000% gains, you know, overnight, just crazy stuff. Um, stocks traditionally, you know, are more of like, you know, the traditional returns, um, not looking at like five X in like a single year, unless you're like Tesla. Um, but in that case, you know, you have to be willing to lose that money. Uh, and so this shouldn't be money that like you're relying on to sort of pay the bills or pay, you know, your rent and your food and stuff like I, w I wouldn't be putting up that kind of money. Um, you know, it's, it has to be something you're comfortable with losing or at least losing a chunk of, uh, if not getting wiped out completely, depending on your risk tolerance. So traditionally, though, when I look at the traditional like stocks, you know, uh, stocks and even real estate, it tends to be to maintain your wealth, to keep up with inflation or to just outpace it a little bit. Um, that's how I viewed it. You know, obviously everyone has, if you spend much more time than I do with research, uh, then perhaps you can, you know, get a little more uh, out of it, but it's also out of your control. Whereas the other passive income streams we'll talk about is in your control. You get to, you know, one, you don't risk as much money. Cause again, like if you want to make, you know, let's say 10 grand with crypto, you'd have to put up, <laughs> you know, like 20 grand. And then if you get 50% gain, that's huge, you know, but then like, yeah, you'd have to put up a significant amount to make a significant amount. Now, obviously there's always those stories in the news of like someone putting up like a hundred bucks and it, you know, it just blows up hundred X or something. But again, guys, like this is so volatile. Like I've been here since uh, 2017 and I've seen the ups and the downs and it's just not all I mean obviously right now as we speak it's down you know quite significantly um f you know when it was at the all-time highs it was like the greatest thing ever it was like oh my goodness let me put my whole life savings into this it just uh, keeps on growing you know and then like they, there's a saying that when the market's green and you know it's a bull market everyone's a genius you know because uh, you can just put money into something and it's going to grow it's going to go up but then what's hard is when it, the correction happens 40 percent loss overnight that's when the weak hands tend to fold and that's the normal person's is like that person you know um tends to just fold at the worst time and then they tend to buy at the high you know it's it's very like you need to not have your emotions you know come into play but you know uh, to sum it up i do think like that kind of investment vehicle is more for maintaining wealth. Like I said, like, yeah, sure, it can grow and it can it can grow a lot in certain cases, but you're also risking the downside of losing pretty much everything. So that's just the thing I want to warn people about. I tend to be a little more conservative, I guess, even though you know, I do, I have been invested in the uh, cryptos for a while, um, but that's that's based on risk tolerance, so. Yeah, and it's yeah. and it's stuff like you said. That's a lot of outside 
your control, which is a thing yeah. you have to understand. Yeah, with Elon Musk sends a tweet out, yeah. and then you you know your portfolio yeah. just drops thirty percent. Then you know that's all thanks to Twitter, and and you yeah. know it's all in a single tweet could wipe out so much of your gains. And I mean it's insane, and it it does like recently kind of scare me and just make me think a little more like okay, you know you want to put your money into baskets and things that you can you can watch, you can have a keen eye over and you can control, you know, without having someone, if someone's just going on, like if Elon's going on a a Twitter storm and, you know, and then just completely tanking Bitcoin or crypto, that's not something I want to be a part of, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And so now we're going to start to get into sort of the things that you can have more control over. Um, And a quick note, if you're you're wondering, hey, you aren't really going throughout the next bit of this into Amazon FBA e-commerce those aren't those aren't as passive so if you're you know selling physical mm-hmm. products that's going to be a lot of dealing with overhead that's a lot of dealing with suppliers quality control customer support so that's why we're not really including those as much in in sort of passive income but in terms of things that you can't control um, let's talk uh, YouTube something you've also had a lot of experience with so yeah. YouTube ad, ad revenue I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with that as well yeah, let's knock out YouTube first. Really interesting. So historically, if you've watched my videos in the past, I generally have kind of talked down onto um, sort of like ad revenue or relying on ad revenue. And to this day, I still have the opinion that if you're going to invest your time and energy, invest it into monetization um, methods that you control a lot more like affiliate marketing. So let me just explain. Like when you get a thousand views on YouTube, you'll make roughly around $2. Now, it depends. If you have a niche that's like more business-focused and education-focused or personal finance-focused, um, which is my channel, then you can see CPMs up to $20, $30 for every 1,000 views, which is amazing. Now, in that case, I would say this is awesome. Now, if you're, only, if you're doing a gaming channel that's super oversaturated and the advertisers just like, they don't have to pay as much because one, their customers are not that savvy and it's just like, again, it's like cheap products, um, you know, depending, it could be just like a $20 product versus like if you're selling like personal finance, like an app or something, that, that customer could be worth $500 to them, if not more. So like gaming would only get you like around $1 for every thousand views. In that case, you have to get millions of views just to make a living. And that's just like crazy to me. Like you can't control that. You can't control if you go viral, you can't control the algorithm, you know, and I've seen channels, they go up, they go down. I mean, with my own personal channel, obviously, you know, have taken six month hiatus uh, and like twice in the last like year and a half. So it's basically like two thirds of the last year and a half. Um, I've seen ups and downs with the views, with the ad revenue, but when it is good, it's it's pretty good. And I I think that I was a little too um, bearish on on ad revenue. I think it is powerful and it, it can work, but again, you have to have the right niche. You have to get enough views. You have to really love it. You have to make content like every week. And that's not something that I personally um, was doing. Uh, you know, I was busy with other priorities, uh, but like at the end of the day, you have to really, really love it. And you have to be obsessed with just being consistent, like week in, week out. You can't miss a week with YouTube content or else basically like the algorithm will kind of penalize you in a way. So ad revenue. I mean, it's great if it's something that you love making content, you love sharing, you love, you know, editing videos, then I think ad revenue can be powerful. And it is passive. I mean, again, I took like multiple six month six month uh 
periods off of YouTube and it was consistently still bringing in like thousands of dollars of ad revenue. And that is something that's not, you know, I don't take for granted. I think that that was amazing, but it's not something you can really just leave alone forever. Um, I mean, I don't think any of these things you can just leave alone forever and just expect it to perform. You have to maintain it. It's like uh, watering a plant. You know, you have to take care of it, even if it's just like once a week or once a month. You still have to trim, you know, the hedges and stuff and like make sure it's all, you know, all uh, pruned and everything. Yeah. And this might come as a surprise, apparently, to some people online. But you do have to make videos to make money on YouTube. I see (laughs) questions all the time that are, how can I make money on YouTube without making any YouTube videos that... That is the job on YouTube is to make videos. So if that's that's not what you want to do, that this is not for you. Guys, beware. Beware of those. I've seen ads and stuff that's like, you know, telling you how to get money, get paid on YouTube without doing YouTube with using other people's videos, which is copyright infringement. Like, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, guys, it probably is. So please don't fall victim to these things. I mean, it's going to take work. No matter which, and you know, to be honest, saying YouTube is passive income to some YouTubers is a complete lie because they'll tell you it is a full-time job, if not more, because you're always on. One, you always have to make content like once a week, multiple times per week. You have to deal with the stress of like, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of comments. I mean, you're gonna get a lot of negativity. I've had my fair share. It's made me tougher, um, tough skin. I mean, nothing, nothing affects me um, these days, which is great. And it's all thanks to years and years of basically getting berated on YouTube for even headphone reviews. I've already like uh, argued with people on the internet over headphones. So like, there's not much more, you know, uh, there to, that, that, that I haven't seen yet. You know what I mean? Um, and it makes me laugh. I mean, today though, if you want to talk about passive income, some of my reviews I was just doing in the video, uh, the, this week's YouTube video. And there was a review I did for these Audio Technica ATHM 50X headphones I did back in 2016. It has almost half a million views today. It still gets comments today. People giving their opinions, whether these headphones are great, whether they're trash, like their experience with them. Oh, you know, so-and-so headphone is better than this one. This is completely overrated, blah, blah, blah. It's just so funny. And again, that was 2016. So five years ago, people are still engaging on that video. That's passive income right there. If there's, if I'm still getting views and ad revenue and uh, Amazon associate sales, that's passive income. That's how I define it, you know? Uh, perfect. So let's let's move on to our, our final two big income streams, and we'll talk some sort of keys to to passive income. So the next one's going to be digital course sales. So selling your own selling your own course or things like that. Yeah. So you know, courses. This is like a you know controversial topic these days. A lot of people are super against courses, um, but you know, on the flip side, there's people who are pro courses. I'm definitely pro courses because one, I've invested tens of thousands of my own money to learn from others. So like you know, I I personally have invested into my learning, and I learn every day. Sometimes you know, it doesn't have to be expensive courses or coaching. It can just be a ten dollar um, sort of Kindle book or like a, a audio book on Amazon. Uh, which I'm signed up with Audible, you know, you get a free credit. Well, it's not free, but you get one credit per month. And then I use that, or maybe it's, is it one or is it three? Or maybe it's one. Yeah, I think it's one. I think I get one. Okay, one. So you get one every single month. That's 12 a year. And audiobooks, these are like smoothies, you know, for your brain. I can crank through an audiobook in like 
two or three days. Um, you know, so like that's awesome. And it's been helping me so much. Last audiobook I actually listened to, um, believe it or not, it wasn't exactly business related. It was a uh, Tom Brady TB12 method. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, it's funny because I know a lot of people will give him flack of like, kind of like, you know, some of the stuff is, it seems a little hocus pocus, but uh-huh. dude, no matter what the haters say, seven rings, okay? <clears throat> no matter what you say against this man, I'm going to listen to Tom Brady. And it's cool because he actually narrates a good chunk of uh, his own book. So it feels like Tom Brady is talking to you when yeah. <laughs> you're listening to the book. And dude, yeah, again, like, I mean, look at the results, man. Seven rings, 43 years old. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it is amazing. So that was like maybe 10, 15 bucks, you know? Yeah. And it's like I get to learn from seven-time Super Bowl winner uh, Tom Brady, greatest of yeah. all time. That's crazy. And he's talking to me like in through the, you know, he's the one doing the voiceover, which is amazing. Um, But yeah, so let's go back into the topic of, you know, creating your own courses and selling them. This is a digital product. Um, You know, you make it once. Uh, You do have to update it. And I, you know, I update my course like uh, at least, you know, a couple times a year and I'm updating mine as we speak. And so at the end of the day, if you have something and expertise of value. So in the YouTube video this week, I literally show you know over a million dollars in affiliate earnings. If I have achieved that, and I, it took me you know eight years or so to kind of well you know eight years of experience, but then during that experience, uh, I was able to go from zero to seven figures in this business model. That qualifies me as an expert, and people are willing to pay and learn from someone. And I we spent months to build that program, to yeah. film it, to to write the script, to film it with a super high quality DSLR DSLR camera, you know, Sony A seven R three. So like we invested into that so much, and that's why we charge what we charge. Because I mean, where are you going to get that kind of info? I, obviously, there's the there's the um, sort of side of people who are like. Oh, you can just Google everything. It's free. Sure. I mean, like, okay, yeah. Good luck finding like my one-on-one help and my feedback on your actual business from Google for free. You won't find it. But like, you know, again, these people think like, oh, whatever, you know, I can just, I can just Google it. And then, but like, imagine if instead of like falling into all the pitfalls and traps and, you know, everything that there's a lot of mistakes to be made. And I made like pretty much all of them, um, which, you know, I, I would have rather skipped through them, but I did not have a mentor, you know, going through it. So I kind of had to, I had to teach myself uh, and it took time. And at the end of the day, we have been able to help students. I mean, you know, we've had success stories of students earning a thousand dollars in a single day, which took me so, so, so long. And then took them like maybe a couple years or like something like that. I mean, that's just like, that's just kind of insane. So that's how I know it works. Uh, but obviously, you know, one thing that I want to say is like with a course, just because you buy a course doesn't guarantee you're going to like become a millionaire, you know, and that's clearly stated a million times because first of all, if 90% of businesses fail, you know, there's no guarantee. No, we can't guarantee for you, you know, like let's say we were like a uh, like a coach like a, in sports, right? Like just because you go to our camp and you spend like, I don't know, like $5,000 or $3,000, we can't guarantee your spot in the NFL. No. Like, geez, you have, to, you have to still put in all the work, the dedication, the grind. I mean, we can point you in the right direction and, and help speed up that process. We can't guarantee yeah. that you're going to get uh, the results, though. That's up to you. Yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, I think it's a lot of things too. I mean, even with 
with college, I think sometimes people graduate college and they think like, oh, and now a job will be handed to me. Yes. And the truth is like, then you got entitlement. Yeah, you got to go out. You got to really fight. You got to really research. Like, okay, this, this, and this, or it'll be even crazier where people will be like, hey, I took a three month program to be a software engineer, but Netflix won't hire me. And it's like, yeah, okay, yeah. But I think definitely, like, I know myself from taking certain courses, like, there's just way, yeah, I'm learning, like, the programming language, like, SQL right now, and I tried a free one, and it was so horrible, like, I just didn't learn well. And then I went and paid for one, somebody suggested to me, and it's been so much better, so much easier to learn, because you know, okay, I'm getting this stuff in order, I can trust what I'm being told, and it's not, like, just some random person's opinion who's shooting it out there. Yeah, exactly. And you're learning from someone legit, which is that's why I pay for stuff. Like, again, like I, you know, I'm reading um, the book like TB12 from Tom Brady because he got seven Super Bowl rings. You know, what I mean, I, I want to listen to the guy who gets me results. Then you'll have some guy online who says, oh, all that stuff in that book is BS. Um, you know, let me tell you what it takes to become an NFL QB. It's like, dude, I don't know who the heck you are. And there's, there's so much content like that where it's like you don't know who these people are. You don't know their background. They've never shown proof of anything you know it always sounds too good to be true so you know just to put a pin on this one um courses can be so great because if you're a creator you can really provide amazing value to people worldwide like through the internet through sharing your years of experience in the industry and all the pitfalls and also just you know if you share like like what I share in ours is real case studies, how I went from zero to 3000 a month with recording now first, how we went from zero to 30,000 a month with the second affiliate website afterwards. And then, you know, how we went from zero to 4,000 a month recurring with a case study we did in 30 days. And that was an update we did to the program about a year in. So, you know, all that stuff, like you're not going to just find that stuff for free you know, online, because this is behind the scenes. This is my personal businesses, and I'm showing everything. So like, you know, in that case, that's worth something to some people. If you don't think so, then that's fine. But like, at the end of the day, e-learning, like, in in general, is worth something. And I personally invest, and I take all sorts of courses, whether it's an audio book, or whether it's an actual, like, online course. Um, You know, I've, I've invested a lot into these things, even like Masterclass. That one's like, not that expensive, uh, but you get to learn like cooking from Gordon Ramsay and like Thomas Keller. I mean, like, dude, that's amazing, you know? So um, for me, uh, I think like there's nothing wrong with it. Um, obviously, though, you have to be careful who you're learning from. I see, I've seen the flip side where people who have zero right to teach certain business model, and this is why I kind of went into, um, you know, teaching is that I saw too many people who had no qualifications and like they, I know for a fact they didn't do affiliate marketing, but they were like, oh, we have an affiliate marketing course. And I knew for a fact they never really did it. Like I, I just knew I've spoken to them. I, you know what I mean? Like they're asking me how to do affiliate marketing and then all of a sudden they're teaching it. It's like, you know, that's how I knew. So um, anyways, let's move on to the next topic. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do the big one that you can combine with most of the other ones as well. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it's in the name of the podcast. So uh, that's going to be, of course, affiliate marketing, which I think is yes, going to be the the number one in terms of truly passive. And I and definitely think the best for beginners getting started. Yeah. So last night I was actually talking uh, to my buddy, Mike, uh, who's in the mentorship program. Shout out to Mike. Uh, it, you know, we were talking about just different business models and, you know, I'm open to all business models and the field marketing is just a business model. You know, it's not something that you have to be tied down to only doing that. Like you're not 
I'd never say I'm just an affiliate marketer. You know, you're an entrepreneur, you have a business, and affiliate marketing is one of our income streams, or it's an acquisition channel if you're a company to get more customers. So uh, we were talking about like, you know, we don't want to deal with headaches and clients and, you know, hassles and complaints and refunds and this and that. So like, you know, we were just talking about what drew us to affiliate marketing in the first place, which is the sort of hands-free, you know, um, sort sort of uh, like low overhead, hands-free, don't deal with customer service business model. And me personally, this is the one where I've seen the most results personally. Um, that's not to say that it's the only business model for everyone out there. Everyone's going to be different. And I just love affiliate marketing because it's completely passive income. Well, once you do it, you know, the way I do it, it is passive. Again, like I said, a video made five years ago, still getting sales today. That's passive. You know, um, yeah, I had to put the work up front, but it's either I did that work or it's either I invested, you know, like tens of thousands of dollars to still be getting paid today. Either way, I mean, like you put something up front. And so with the film marketing, that that kind of fit my lifestyle and my skills. So like I was willing to put in the time and energy, but didn't have a ton of capital. Did a lot of scrappy things in the beginning, um, you know, just to get these products, buying them used off eBay, selling them back on eBay, basically netting zero loss, um, you know, on the products and stuff. I mean, I did a lot of scrappy stuff and it, it just fit. Um, what I wanted. It also fit my long-term goals of like, I never wanted to, you know, when you have like, when you're working for all these like clients and this and that, like with an agency, I mean, you really are like, they're your boss. Okay. There's no way around it. And it just sucks to kind of be, you know, underneath that and also just be stressed out, you know, stressed out by complaints and, and bad reviews and refunds and this and that. I mean, it's just, you know, having to, um, chase people down to get money uh to get them to pay like affiliate marketing it's so like kind of hands-free and you just have to really set it up and we've we have so much content on this obviously if you're listening to this podcast you've probably already heard us talk about this business model so we're not going to spend too much time i suggest you do check out the video though still um from this week because i did show some really cool stuff on screen uh but at the end of the day you know Affiliate marketing, in terms of what you put up front, I mean, just a bunch of software. So, you know, you can buy a domain for like $10 a year. That's less than a dollar a month, okay? Get your .com. You get web hosting. That can range from $3 a month for like shared hosting, cheap shared hosting, which is, you know, it's it's not a bad start. But today, if you want to compete, you kind of have to have faster hosting that's around $30 a month. Something like Kinsta, um, which I've, I've been a customer of, but I, you know, for Kinsta, I've, uh, actually pay a hundred dollars a month. Um, you know, um, so, uh, it can be, I mean, it can start at $3 a month, so it can be cheap. If you're looking for cheap, you can start cheap. Um, but you will pay for it in other ways. Your site might be slow, which means you won't compete as much, which means you won't rank as much. So just be weary. Um, the more you invest up front, the less you're going to pay in the future, uh, in terms of loss in rankings and traffic. Uh, and then the last thing is maybe like some branding. I mean, on Fiverr, you can get a logo for five to 10 bucks. Um, you can get, you know, a video intro like I did uh, with recording now for about 10 bucks, 15 bucks maybe. Um, and yeah, you basically have a business there. As long as you can put it together and then create high quality content, 
then that's all the sort of expenses and running costs. So it's really not expensive at all. And the risk is low. I mean, if it fails like 90% of other businesses, well, you're out maybe a hundred bucks, maybe 200 bucks. If you fail with something like, uh, let's say e-commerce, depending, like let's say Amazon FBA, realistically, you have to put around $5,000 all in. I'm talking about all the fees, freight forwarding, everything like all in, you know, generally you want around 5,000. I mean, people can do it with less, like maybe two or three K, uh, but still, you know, that's so many orders of magnitude bigger than like a hundred, $200 with affiliate marketing. And, you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. At least you learn some skills, you know, that's a cheap price to pay uh, for, let's call it tuition. You know what I mean? That's a cheap price to pay to learn some affiliate marketing, you know, at the end of the day, it can be used in any business model. Um, and it's just marketing. So even if like you move on and you're not an affiliate, you can still do marketing for whatever business company product that you work for or work with. You can still use the same skills, you know? So Exactly. Yeah. And, I th- and I think the biggest thing just overall is don't try and wait for the perfect time. Odie, you know, you started as a full-time student, you need a full-time job, we're still doing it. You should mm-hmm. just start now because it will take time. So start the clock yes. ticking, start the clock ticking now. Yeah, it even takes time just to, you know, index on Google and just to, you know, if you have a new domain, Google tends to not really um, favor a brand new website domain. So if you have a domain that has a little age on it, it it's usually beneficial. Now, obviously, there's ways to speed things up, but you need to start now. That's the key. And we do have free start guides, you know, how to start field marketing with like basically $100 or less. So make sure you check it out. We'll try and link in the description. If not, uh, make sure you visit odiproductions.com and just click free guide at the top and you can get started today. Um, but yeah. All right. All right. Real quick, let's just do um, some rapid fire questions from our reviews. So guys, if you have any questions you want asked, just go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We don't charge anything for this podcast, but we love getting your reviews. So you want leave a review. And if you have a question, go ahead and ask it um, right in the Apple podcast reviews. Um, so first question from Ricky wants to know, can he do doodle or animated videos if he doesn't feel comfortable getting on camera for YouTube? Hey Ricky, thank you so much for the review. I'll say that the first thing is I've tried this. <clears throat> I've tried to animate video. Um, you know, it's possible to do things without being on camera, but like, it's also like this in this day and age to be competitive, you need to have like real footage. It doesn't have to be you but probably the product, you know. Um, I did do slideshows before and PowerPoints. Uh, that was in like 2014. Today, 2021, just to be honest with you, I think like you will need some sort of real, you need, come on, you know, if you spend time on YouTube, then the the content's usually pretty decent quality. Um, so I would say you can start with that, see if it works. I think it can work to a degree, but it has to be done really well. And and I don't think that most of those animated videos are done very well. But if they were done well, I could see them totally working. It all depends um, on the execution. Um, but it's a great question. I did this myself. I did an animated video, actually. I had it, I hired someone on Fiverr to make one. And it wasn't cheap, actually, because once, you know, if you're making a video of any sort of length, like let's say, you know, two, three, four, five minutes, it, it costs more for every single, like even like 30 seconds that you add on. And for me, I didn't really see a super great return on that kind of video. All right, next question is from Morrow, and he wants to know for Amazon Associates, if they use my link to buy one product and also buy other stuff at the same time, do I get commission on all of it? 
Yep. So, okay. yeah. You basically, if they click your link, they buy anything within 24 hours, um, then you should receive commission on everything, but everything has its own category with a different commission rate. So that's what will be different depending on the product, but you will receive a commission on all of it. Okay, final question for this week. What is your take on doing ads specifically for one product? That's from Surge. Yeah, so uh, ads, I mean, ads can be good, but generally if, uh, you know, you need to have the experience of knowing how to run a profitable paid ad campaigns. It doesn't come overnight and it doesn't come for free. Uh, it's either through like experience and testing or it's through, um, you know, if, if someone teaches you, then that can at least help you avoid throwing money out the window, which is why I see a lot of beginners do. So they just, they literally just throw money out the window. Um, so yeah, it can work. Paid ads is something I definitely am behind. Um, I like doing both like some organic uh, SEO and, you know, paid ads to kind of scale that up. Um, but, you know, it can work. But if you're a beginner, try some other like more like risk free kind of methods like SEO and organic. Um, and then when you feel comfortable, ads is something I would reinvest some of the revenue into or, you know, I mean, one way or another, you're going to have to learn ads and it's usually through experimentation, like trial and error. And I suggest the one key thing is if you're going to do ads, have at least like $500 to try out, um, to spend, to really make sure that, you know, uh, even if you don't get sales, you're getting some sort of data of like what not work, what doesn't work. Um, but you need to have sample size and generally 500 to $1,000 is how much you need to even just test. That's why I kind of don't like recommending beginners start with paid ads. But um, hey, it's up to you at the end of the day. But it can definitely work um, if you're willing to put up the time and the money. All right. Well, I think that does it for this week. Gave a little longer episode this week. Um, but we will be back next week. Gody, anything you want to you wanna add? I just want to say, you know, thank you guys so much for the support. It's been crazy. The numbers have been going up. Uh, the engagement has been going up. Uh, all I'd love to see is, you know, if you enjoy the podcast, take a moment out of your day today to drop five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really, really, really makes a difference, and it means a lot to us. And other than that, um, I wish you guys the best of luck. Make sure you check out the description. We'll have useful links to free resources uh, that you can check out today. Uh, but as always, hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day. Hope you crush this week and we'll catch you guys on the next episode.